0: hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the answers at the point podcast i am your host tyler aaron if you want to follow me on instagram or twitter it is at tyler aaron 65 or you can follow the show's instagram or twitter at penguins fan 65 and in today's episode we will look at was dominic simone going to come back to the penguins In the next segment, we will look at a potential trading partner with the Penguins and what we could get from that team. And lastly, we will finish off this episode with the Penguins 2022-2023 promotion schedule. And that is all coming up right after this drop. Alright, I am back here on the Answers at the Point podcast. I am your host, Tyler Aaron. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it is at TylerAaron65. Or you can follow the show's Instagram or Twitter at PenguinsFan65. And in the first segment of this episode, we are going to look at was Dominic Simone going to come back to the Penguins? So, if you haven't heard already... Um, on Friday, I believe, uh, the Czech Elite League Hockey Team, Sparta Pra, announced that they signed Pittsburgh Penguins winger Dominic Simone, former Penguins winger, to a contract. Now, Dominic Simone has been with the Penguins for almost his entire career. Uh, he's had two stints with the team, um... He started in 2015-16 with the Penguins, and he played up till I want to say it was 2019-2020, and then he went to Calgary for a season. Then he came back to Pittsburgh before he got dealt at the trade deadline with Zach Aston Reese, goaltending prospect Kaylee Klang, and a second-round pick to the Ducks for Ricard Raquel. Ricard, Raquel, Uh, it was a great trade for the Penguins, but with Dominic Simone, didn't really fit well with the Ducks. Um, As we saw the other day, too, Zach Aston re-signed a professional tryout deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And so Dominic Simone has said that the Pittsburgh Penguins actually offered Dominic Simone a professional tryout. Um, right when the Sparta Pra uh, announced that Dominic Simone did sign, Dominic Simone said this: "Pittsburgh offered me a camp, but while I was waiting, I realized that I would actually like to be home in Prague." And in an environment that I know well. I'm glad that we agreed. And I can play in Sparta. I feel very good here. Now. The. The Sparta Pra Is in the Czech League. Um, he's from. Czech. So. Um, I'm glad for Dominic Simone. Uh, he had a great NHL career. Uh, in the last six seasons that he spent with the penguins he's had 228 total games and scored 73 points with the penguins 22 goals 51 assists 73 total points and just this last season he had nine points with the penguins including three goals six assists for nine points so the highest Dominic Simone ever had in a single season with the Penguins was 28, and I'm pretty sure that was 2017-2018. Uh, if Dominic Simone did come back to play for the Penguins, um, I feel like our bottom six role would completely be solved with your bottom six being Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen, Danton Heinen, Dominic Simone, Teddy Bluger, and Brock McGinn. That would be a decently well-rounded bottom six. defenseman. great penalty killer. He's a guy that can go up and down your lineup. Um, we've seen him play with Sidney Crosby and Jake Getzel before, and that's where he's really shined his most is playing with the superstars like them. But at the end of the day, I'm glad for Simone. He's going back to his hometown team. So... Just a little surprised That Simone did reject the Penguins Invite to camp Um, If he did come to camp And he would get a contract It would put the Penguins more in Deeper into Needing more cap space Because we are over the cap So If we did sign Dominic Simone Who knows what he would want But Again, happy for Dominic Simone. This is a relatively short segment on Dominic Simone, but it looked like for a while that he was indeed coming back to Pittsburgh until he decided that he wanted to go back to his hometown team. So, with that being said, that is going to do it for this first segment of the Enzers at the Point podcast. So coming up in the next segment, we will look at a potential trade partner with the Penguins and what we could get from that team. And that is coming up right after this. All right, I am back here on the Insers at the Point podcast. I am your host, Tyler Aaron. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it is at TylerAaron65. Or you can follow the show's Instagram or Twitter at Penguins fan 65 and in the next segment of this episode we are going to look at a potential trade partner with the Penguins and what we could get from that team so one or two episodes ago I believe I was talking about a team in the Metropolitan Division that offered a deal with the Penguins with Jason Zucker well It looks like that team was our cross-state rival, the Philadelphia Flyers. And it looks like the Penguins and the Flyers could be potential trading partners here with the main piece involved being Jason Zucker. So, obviously, Jason Zucker has one of the worst contracts on his team. Um, The best season he's ever put up. Was with the Minnesota Wild, and that was thirty-three goals and sixty-four points with Minnesota. So Jason Zucker hasn't really done much here in Pittsburgh, um, especially at a cap hit of five point five million. But it looks like that Jason Zucker won't be a Penguin uh, after this season. Um, He'll be 30 years old by the time that his contract does expire at the end of this upcoming season and by the time all if we don't sign anybody the Penguins will have about 20 million in cap space next summer and the number one priority probably for the Penguins is Tristan Jari especially if he has a great year he'll probably want a long-term extension at probably starting around 6 million aav so it, it just not likely for jason zucker to return basically uh, zucker being traded to philly though very possible according to sam chart Chitty of the Philadelphia Hockey Now. He believes that the Flyers have contacted the Penguins about general manager Ron Hextall about a potential Zucker deal. So he believes that they contacted the Penguins about Jason Zucker. Um, It seems that they're one of the only teams in the NHL that's interested in making a deal for Jason Zucker. Um, If this does happen... Um, I can't imagine us getting much back, but the Flyers do have some interesting trade chips right now. A few players that it could now with the Flyers under new head coach, Sean Tortorella, uh, which may I remind you, hasn't even coached a practice. Uh, He believes that there's a whole bunch of issues. Um, The Flyers have been trying to unload James Van Riemsdyk, and his cap hit right now is $7 million per season. Um, now, I know the Penguins probably don't want any part of that contract. But if they retain 50% on that deal, we'd be getting Jason's or James Van Riemsdyk at $3.5 million a season. Which isn't bad considering last season he had 24 goals and can still score at a higher rate. Um... And also, Van like would be a big upgrade over Jason Zucker. Now, the Flyers are going into a rebuild. They just have such a wacky team when it comes to old and young. Um, A lot of very bad contracts. So, if (coughs) the Penguins or the Flyers do indeed make a trade and it ain't one of those crap Trades where we have to trade a first round pick and Jason Zucker for future considerations and we can get a guy back like James Van Riemsdyk at 50% salary. I'm all for that. You're saving a bunch of cap. If you do James Zucker for James Van Riemsdyk and they retain 50%, you're losing like $2.3 million per. Uh, Another Philadelphia Flyers trading chip is probably the most unlikely because of how good he is and that is Travis Konechny. But our uh, right wing position is pretty pretty good with Brian Rust, Ricard Raquel, and Casperi Kapan and as our top right wingers, but if Ricard Raquel did not decide not to uh Comeback or Brian Rust. Um, I could see the Penguins getting all over Travis Konechny. Um Travis Konechny is 25 years old. He has three years left on his contract. And last season he had 52 points last season, which is pretty good uh, compared to Jason Zucker's 40 points maybe Uh, I can't remember but um I think it's time to move on from Jason Zucker obviously so it doesn't mean that this would take place maybe right before the season this could be a potential trade option way down the road in like February if a guy like JVR or connect me requests a trade so um it is weird and unusual to see if it happens two big rivals trading with each other. It's just a weird situation. Uh, I can't tell you the last time the Penguins and Flyers did make a deal. I remember the very big one back in the day was uh, Rick Tockett heading to Pittsburgh and what Philadelphia got Mark Recchi and Paul Coffey. For Rick Tockett I mean and The Penguins and the Flyers have had so many Great players Play on both sides of the state Like Yermer Yager Rick Tockett obviously Just those kind of big Legendary players that you think about Who's played on both sides of the state Have been on both sides of the rivalry And You know it- It'll be weird seeing the a trade if this does happen um it would be interesting to get a guy like Travis Konechny but you think you'd have to give up a first round pick for that which is not what Ron Hextall wants to do so that is going to do it for this segment on a potential trade partner and what we can get from the Philadelphia Flyers so coming up in the final segment of this episode, we will look at the Penguins 2022-2023 promotional schedule, and that is coming up right after this. Alright, I am back here on the Insiders at the Point podcast. I am your host, Tyler Aaron. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it is at TylerAaron65, or you can follow the show's Instagram or Twitter, at PenguinsFan65. And in the final segment of today's episode, we are going to look at the Penguins 2022-2023 promotion schedule. Uh, if you missed it at, when, on Wednesday's episode, at the very end I said that I just saw a notification on the Penguins releasing their promotional schedule this season. And I said I would talk about it. In today's episode. So, this season the Penguins have 14 different games, four promotional, three theme, theme nights, and 11 promotional items. So, I'm going to go through that list right now. So, the Penguins will be giving out magnetic schedules by UPMC for the first two home games of the season. On October 13th. Versus the Arizona Coyotes. And against the Tampa Bay Lightning. On October 15th. Their next promotion. Is on October 20th. Versus the LA Kings. And it is a team calendar. Sponsored by Highmark. Blue Cross Blue Shield. The next promotional item. Is on November 5th. Versus the Seattle Kraken. And it is a camo hat. Presented by 84 Lumber. So basically what this is inferring here. Is that uh, the Penguins will be wearing their camo jerseys during warmups. Against the Seattle Kraken on November 5th. On november 15th versus the toronto maple leafs uh it'll be their hockey fights cancer night so they will be wearing their purple jerseys during warm-ups and that promotion will be a travel backpack presented by upmc hillman um the travel backpack looks like it also comes with a smaller lunchbox along with the travel backpack on it so it'll be a nice little combo especially since school has already started it's their fourth promotion of the season so that's really cool um next one is on january 13th against the winnipeg jets and that is a wall banner presented by ppg now they released a picture of what the wall banner will look like and it has Sidney crosby evgeny malkin and chris Latang on it um it looks like at the very bottom of it all three of them are celebrating a goal with above it of them uh it's um pretty much a shot of them playing all together in black and white and it has their numbers On the top right side of the banner. So if you guys like to get your Pittsburgh Penguins yearbook. Their team yearbook night presented by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield. Will be on January 16th versus the Anaheim Ducks. On February 7th versus the Colorado Avalanche. Presented by UPMC. It is a reusable snack bag. And on the next one being on February 26th versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is a Penguins puzzle presented by PPG. And next on March 30th presented by Giant Eagle is a reusable grocery bag versus the Nashville Predators. And the last promotion would be on the Penguins' last game of the season on April 11th versus the Chicago Blackhawks. It is a reversible bucket hat presented by PPG. And the Penguins also have three theme nights this year. The first one being Pittsburgh Night, and it would also be featuring the Clarks, a Pittsburgh band, on November 1st versus the Boston Bruins. The second theme night being on December 1st versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And that is 2000's night. And on March 9th versus the New York Islanders. It is Superhero Night at the stadium. So 14 different promotional items for the Penguins during their 41 game home schedule. Now that is all... Subject to change, well, there will be most likely more promotions added later in the season. Every team does do that. No matter what sport uh, you go to a game in, they tend to likely add some promotions. No bobblehead nights this year, although... Um, usually the Penguins always have a night where it's a PA lottery scratch-off night. Uh, it doesn't look like that is in the initial slate this year for the promotional schedule. So, again, pretty decent amount of promotional nights. Um, the one that, uh, intrigues me the most here is definitely the team yearbook night in the wall banner, um, I have the Penguins' last wall banner that they ever gave out at a promotional night. Uh, It was the 2017-2018 season. And it was pretty much the Pittsburgh Penguins' uh, Stanley Cup Champions banner. And it has all the Stanley Cup championship years on it. And it was presented by Point Park University at that time. And if you're always a big collector, it's always fun to collect the yearbooks of your team so again that is going to do it for this episode of the Insiders at the point podcast the next episode out will be on wednesday september 14th so we are getting ever so slightly to training camp to the start of the preseason penguins preseason starting on september 25th with two games on that day with a split squad day and the rookie camp will be starting actually I believe this Thursday with the prospects challenge in Buffalo coming up soon so again that is all for this episode and I will talk to you all on Wednesday